Now, the greatest idea of all time. Stay tuned for... From the Trenches of Hollywood. Here are your guru guides from the A-list to the D and everything in between. It's Ted and Craig. Hello and welcome to From the Trenches of Hollywood. I am Ted Davies. Hey everybody, Craig Hall, thanks for joining us. A big show today, pretty excited about it. We are, uh, we are totally. Yeah, two uh, two guests uh, today. Um, don't want to to, to, to piddle around here. I want to get them out as soon as possible. Um, a uh, couple of, of uh, filmmakers, um, screenwriters, mm-hmm. uh, a director, uh, a novella writer. I'm going to let them tell you a little bit more about uh, themselves and uh, let's find out what their styles are, their rituals, um, what's new with them. Let's get them out here, okay? It's David DeLeon and Ron Herbrand. Uh, welcome, guys. Hey, welcome. guys, welcome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you coming out. And okay. so, real quick backstory, David, um, I met David about 13 years ago, 13, oh 14 God. years ago is how long wow. it's been. Yeah. He was working on a feature film and he was, uh, one he'd written and he was, uh, going to direct and which got made awesome film, um, Roduarez. uh, but, uh, he brought it to me and asked if I could help him get it financed and, I was really into the project. He caught me at a horrible time in my life. <laughs> I was mm. I was going through a divorce. I was leaving a company. I was moving. It was like, uh, I was weighted down by everything. Um, so I was so happy to see he got his film made and um, I didn't hold him back. And it's so great to see you here, man. I'm really excited about your success. Thank you so much, man. And I, I completely remember being being in the bar and you know, shooting the shit with you and, and, um, pitching you pretty much. And, 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 yeah. um, you know, I was, I was kind of in a, a weird place myself at the time, you know, as you, as you go out with uh, things as a writer director, you know, you wind up having to do a lot of dances and, um, it was definitely a crazy time. I was, I was, you know, kind of very, very young in my process. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was just great to meet some people like, like you that knew what the hell you were doing. <laughs> I appreciate that. So let's do real quick. I want you guys both to give everyone just a quick little, little one minute bio, whatever you got. David, let's start with you. You've they've already heard your voice. Let's hear it. Okay, cool. Um, well, you know, I, I started out as an actor, um, you know, from UCLA, um, and you know, was, was kind of making a living as an actor for a couple of years. And I started to sort of, um, get to a point where I wanted to do more. Um, I was, you know, kind of like on, on a show called Crossing Jordan and I was doing a scene with Jill, uh, Jill Hennessy. And I'm in my trailer and I'm kind of like, you know, going like, okay, I'm waiting for my big, you know, three lines of dialogue, uh, <laughs> like the whole day, uh, you know, with Jill, right? And, um, and I was kind of like thinking like, okay, so this is making it, right, as an actor. And, and I was kind of like, I kind of want to do more. And I had all these ideas for all these crazy stories that I wanted to tell. Um, and, you know, it just this stuff kept on, you know, uh, just uh, coming out of me. And, and, and so, you know, as, as you are uh, kind of a bit actor, you have a lot of down, downtime, you know? So you're in the trailer, in the AC, you know, with the best food. And so you're like, Hey, well, why don't I use this time to write? So I, you know, had a laptop and I just started to write a bunch of crap and, and, um, all this, you know, uh, all these ideas came, came out, you know, pouring out of me and, and, um, 
And so I started uh, doing short, short films pretty much as a director writer. Um, I kept on doing that. You know, I read, uh, a, you know, a book by uh, Robert Rod called um, Rebel With, Without a Crew, you know, which, which, you know, for my, you know, for my generation was a very big um, book, you know, because it kind of said, well, hey, you too can go out and do what we do, you know, just basically, you know, write, shoot, edit, repeat. And yeah. that was kind of the process, you know, and I was like, well, I never went to film school. So that was kind of my film school was making a lot of really bad shorts and, you know, commercials. I, you know, I did anything that anyone would pay me to do. Um, you know, I kind of did. And now it's like going on 20 years later and I've, I've been writing um, uh, since, you know, going into my 20th year now. Uh, I, I feel I'm getting to the point now where I'm starting to be a decent writer. Uh, and that's after 20 years of work. So um, I don't, I don't think I, you know, had what they call greatness thrust upon, like there's guys who go out and, you know, their first year as writers, uh, you know, make it, uh, you know, I didn't have that, that kind of talent. I had to work it and work it and work it. And throughout, um, you know, this, this kind of journey, you know, you kind of wind up seeing that, you know, you get a lot of reps, um, as, as a writer, you start to get better as a writer. Um, you don't get a lot of reps as a director. You start to get a little bit, you know, flabby there. And, and, and so that's, that's the wonderful thing about writing is that I don't need anyone. I mean, I can just go and, you know, uh, sit in the middle of a park and write and no one can stop me except security. If I, <laughs> if I'm not supposed to be there and, and, um, you know, uh, so so that's that's probably why I got better at that was was just because I did it more and you know longer. So then I met Ron, and and I kind of want to hand it over to Ron uh, just real real quick. I just want to say that Ron and I sort of uh, began a process where we we just totally vibe. And I had never written with anyone before. I never had a co co writer before. It was always just you know me. And so we've we've been doing this for about. Uh, going on four or five years now and now we're we're sort of to the point where we're almost like left brain right right brain um and and we almost you know like finish each other's sentences as you know they say <laughs> and, and uh and we also you know i mean you know we always joke that yet yeah, our shit is good because it's forged by fire because mm. neither of us are wusses and we're very very passionate and there's times when we bump bump heads, and you know, on this latest project that we've we've been working on, we've bumped heads quite quite a bit, and and it's but it's all in love, and it's all in the creative process, and it's and it's all making the work better. So so I'm I you know I feel very very fortunate and you know very very grateful to be working with Ronnie, and uh, it just so who is so this guy Ron? Who is he? Who is this phantom man in the corner there? <laughs> Tell us, Ron. Well. <laughs> Before David and I started working together, I actually had hair. So that tells you how, how much he loved. Uh, but uh, no, he's pretty accurate. I've been writing for years now. I started off uh, years ago. I started writing screenplays. Uh, and then short story, my, I got an agent. My agent got me a lot of gigs post writing. They're sending you scripts. They keep your name off of it. They pay you, and, and which is fine. And then as time uh, went on, I had, Craig, some of the situations you had in life and, and I had to switch gears, but I never, like David, I never stopped writing. 
uh, and I would write it, you know, late at night, early in the morning, an hour. You, it's amazing how much you can write in 45 minutes if that's all mm -hmm. you've got to do. Mm -hmm. So I kind of did that. A bit later, I segued into just for fun of it. I made a graphic novel out of, <coughs> excuse me, out of one of my screenplays. Uh, and then recently, <clears throat> really with with a bit of more of David's input, uh, uh, stage playwriting, play uh, playwright, which is a whole different. It's not completely different, but it's different enough that you're really working in a different form. It's very, very rewarding because you can actually get people to do it right away. You start getting a feel for what's working. And now I've kind of worked back with David into the TV area. So that's kind of my story. So it's interesting that you guys, uh, this is the first time we've had a, a team um, mm -hmm. together right. anyway, at least talk about their writing. And one thing that we talk about on this is uh, we like to inspire people or, or tell people that there's not just one way to get the job done. Uh, everyone has their own style. And really, we found that the most important thing is discipline um, to make sure you get the work done. That is always the most important thing. But people approach it in different ways. You know, some people uh, set aside a specific amount of time or a specific target of pages or words or uh, a specific hour of the day is their time. It's just everyone has their own different little thing. Um, how do you guys work? Um, do you do you spend time collaborating together or are you trading things off? What, what, what do you think uh, is probably your most uh, important tool working together? Um, that's a good question. Uh, we we um, Ronnie and I both both enjoy being outdoors. Um, and we we actually work at a uh, formerly Oakwood, um, which is now Ava out, you know, like right across the street from Warner Brothers. Uh, we we call it the best office in town because it has wonderful views uh, and uh, great, great weather. And it's, you know, right right by the pool. And we we kind of take take up this, uh, what what is that tool, Craig? Maybe we'll talk about that later. But, you know, we kind of, <laughs> we're very inspired by the, by the environment there and mm -hmm. and um you know like we we uh, write um in a very well when it's when it's not so damn hot we you know generally write outdoors um but lately we've been writing inside because of the you know weather um but basically the process is 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 that we we do as much as we can on on you know zoom um and on the phone um but at some point you get to the point where you kind of got to like, you know, he'll, he'll have, uh, kind of the rule I use is if he has more than five notes on anything that I've written, we got to meet because <laughs> that's kind of how it, how it has, you know, worked. And, 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 um, you know, when, when we meet now, it's, it's just such a effortless kind of, kind of thing, because, you know, like we both are on the same page in terms of making the work is as good as it can be. Um, and there's, there's no ego involved. Um, you know, if, if he feels that a character should wear a blue shirt and I feel that the character should wear a red shirt, we'll circle around it and we'll figure it out. And, and there's never any, any, uh, sort of rancor or, 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 uh, you know, hard, hard feelings, but there's times when it does, does get heated and, you know, on this new, new project, especially, you know, um, th this has been one of the, uh, biggest challenges because I've, I've never written a Western and, and I've never written such a big, um, story. Um, so, 
you know, Ron is a bit more of a history buff than I am. Uh, so, so, but now, you know, we've, we've been researching this thing for over a year now. So it's, it's really been challenging in trying to make it into a, uh, original series, but still keep some, some sort of, you know, his, historical accuracy and, and, uh, authenticity. So, so let me ask you this, you, uh, you made a point with this project you're working on now, you're doing this historical research. So this yeah. is a, uh, definitely based on a, a, a actual historical time period or event or, or character. I don't want to give too much away at the moment. Yeah. Um, is this, uh, is this a piece that you're, uh, really adapting, uh, an existing story or is this a lot of new creative story that you guys are creating this storyline? You know, it, 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 I guess my question is this, have you guys worked more together adapting things or creating new ideas? And what do you think, uh, well, if, if both, what's the difference? Well, I mean, even in adapting things, you're, you're always coming up with original ideas because, you know, you know, it's kind of the difference between real and real. Um, right. You know, you gotta <laughs> come, come up with a, with a way to, um, make it work in a dramatic space. And, you know, for a television audience that, you know, wants to, that's constantly evolving, you know, in this, you know, quote unquote, golden, golden age of TV. Um, and, and so we've kind of done both. Craig, I think is, is, you know, really the correct answer. Um, and so the last thing that we did was one that I kind of created and then Ron came, came on board and then co co-created it with me because it went in to a whole like different direction. That piece, which hasn't gotten made yet, got us the attention of a guy over at HBO who has an overall deal there. And he says, Hey, you know, I kind of like what you guys are doing. Um, so I met with him and, and then he actually, um, you know, this other producer guy said, you know, I kind of have, uh, I want to hear what you're doing. And I kind of told him, well, this is what I'm kind of trying to do. And, you know, he was kind of like, you know, that sounds cool, but you, but you might want to consider doing it a different way. And, uh, you know, cause I came up from, the independent world, right? Where, where you always wrote things that if you couldn't sell, you could do yourself. And he came out and was completely different. He was like, no, go balls out. Um, don't worry about the backup plan. Fuck it basically. And mm -hmm. just go big. And, you know, and, and, and so I had never written in that way. I'm like, yeah, yeah. but I'm thinking as a producer, I'm like, how are we going to get all this? Don't worry about that. Just write it, just write it and don't care. And, and so we, so that idea evolved into this new piece, um, which then kind of found its own home with another producer who, who, you know, has a deal at AMC. So now we're working with both, both of them um, to hopefully get this thing on Netflix. So it's, it's, um, <laughs> it's kind of a wonderful time. So, you know, to go back, back to your question. I mean, I know I've been kind of going in, tangents um but it's 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 really the way that we're taking it is is it's a historical period that has not been really uh taught uh hmm. or really exposed it's a and we're sort of using that as a back a backdrop um we we just optioned a book from yale press um at, written by an amazing writer named benjamin madley i can I can say his name. Um, and uh, he, he wrote this amazing book 
of this great period in history that no one knew about. Actually, it's California's history. And, you know, we just took it and ran with it and sort of used it as a backdrop to kind of create a story that we wanted to tell about a family, basically. So that's kind of what it is. So it's kind awesome. of both. I love it. So I, this makes me think, Ron, so for you, coming from a world of, as you talked about in the beginning, you just barely hinted on it. I want to bring this back up because this you that, this was my job a lot in the 90s was, uh, hey, Craig, here's this amazing script we're about to make for 15, 20, 30 million dollars. And uh, we don't like any of the dialogue of this character. We'll give you this amount to do it, to rewrite it. Yeah, but your name's not going to be attached to this or anything. Mm -hmm. So I know that world. Yeah. So in that yeah. world, David made a point that he'd always been writing independently. And now they're like, no, just go for it. Just go for it. So tell us about your position, uh, your experiences uh, on those just go for it scripts. Did, how many of those came across your desk in those days of doing rewrites where it was, don't think about budget, just write. Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny because uh, at that time, even when uh, Craig and I probably a lot like you, and I, I would think most ghostwriters would kind of echo this, you're writing your own stuff because that got you the gig. You're really more concerned with your own writing. You know, you're trying to advance it because it is yours. Yeah. At the same time, you have to make a living. You have to make inroads into the industry. You don't know how. So, yeah, I had that same thing. I mean, I told David this story. I would literally be sitting in Barney's Beanery in West L.A. And they would... <laughs> slide me a script in a manila envelope and or and, and, and i i'd be sliding back the script i had reworked they would be slide me a manila envelope full of money it looked to anyone else you would have thought it was a drug deal i mean it, <laughs> yeah. it was straight out of tv script coming cash not a check nobody's yeah. going to be able to know you worked on this you keep your name off of it no i go to the restroom i count the cash because i don't trust sure. the guys i'm dealing sure. with and <laughs> i did that hollywood unions man hollywood yes, unions absolutely i'm reading the worst scripts ever i don't even think i can fix them look i can't fix them but i'm doing my job i come back i slip it back the money's going back and forth they love it. Finally, I got so tired of it. Right? <laughs> I was living at home even. I, I told my dad, I said, I can't keep doing this. I can't write my own stuff because this takes up time. I'm not. So my dad just said, well, double your price and they'll fire you. So I, I go back the next time. I'm with the agent. And I said, look, I can't keep doing this. Uh, I got to double my price. Next time. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting an envelope with twice as much money. Wow. And I'm still sleeping. Wow. Now I'm thinking, how do I get out of this thing? I can't triple it next time. So eventually, you know, I just finally told the guy, look, I, I can't keep doing this and doing my stuff and blah, blah, blah. You know how it is. But that's real. And you can't tell young writers this might happen to you. Sure. Because it, it could happen if you get a semi-rep in a certain thing and you're young you got to make money and yes i would absolutely tell anyone get the credit but when you got to pay the rent and do this in your car payment that's a whole different thing mm -hmm. so it was mm -hmm. fun i learned a lot from doing that because i saw all the mistakes the writers were making they weren't just bad writing this and that screenplays this is features 
are very hard to write. And if you watch the mistakes, then in your subconscious, you still have that back there. You say, oh, wait a minute, I'm doing this. I've got to do this. So it, it was absolutely worth it on one level, but it might have absolutely slowed up Creditville later on. So yeah. that's what I could say on that. Yeah, I, I tell you, I think that I learned more about screenwriting when I worked covering scripts than anything else by reading all of the material. Because seriously, I was expected to read over the weekend. Here's 15 scripts Yeah, over the weekend. Uh, it was insanity. Um, but again, you're in Hollywood. You're trying to pay the rent. And yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. it was, uh, yeah, but I did. I learned so much reading bad scripts that uh you're like oh i'll never do that oh yeah. don't try and put this mechanism in oh this was just a really silly idea uh yeah. so a lot do of you, that do you feel that the uh, uh this was directed towards david do you feel like it was once they lifted the um you know that re that that en envelope pardon the envelope uh uh comparison here did when they when you went for the gusto when they started telling you hey just go for it you yeah. know all balls out however do you yeah. think it was actually um it was probably better in a lot of ways because you were freer to do what you wanted to sky's the limit. Now. I mean, you can go back later and, and once you get budgets and that, but do you think it was better for, for you and for Ron in, in a lot of respects? I mean, I think it's awesome, you know, designing a house to the, well, as an architect, designing a house with no budget and then going yeah. back to reality, you know, yeah. go for the gusto first, then we taper it back. And I think as a writer too, I agree with you, whether it's writing a book or whatever, comic book, you name it. Was it, do you think it was better? No. I think so. You know, here's here's a real world kind of example of it. Um, when when we did mm -hmm. Road Road to Juarez, it was um, uh, I I probably went to twenty to thirty pitches, you know, of that before mm -hmm. we you know like found ourselves at ICM and you know with Freddie Rodriguez and with William you know Forsyth mm -hmm. and you know once it started to take off uh, with this this particular project, uno. We sold it in the room, our first pitch um, to to a you know and 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 so so that right there says a whole whole lot you know like about the the you know kind of balls to the wall um, view view of it. Um, in a way, as an independent minded person, you're almost setting yourself up to fail in a way. Like, sure, you've got to be able to you know have a backup plan, right? Always, like you know, I mean, I'm I'm the kind of person just kind of where I came from i always had a backup to the backup to the backup you know uh for almost everything you know um but with this you know you you, you know we just said let's go for it let's let's go big and and there were certain elements um ted that that mm -hmm. were lining up that were out of our control it was just like oh well we see this book on this guy's desk hey what are you reading Oh, it's this book and I can't even read it because, you know, I couldn't get through it because it was so like emotional. I want to see what that is. So we saw the book, we read it and we're like, wow, how do we get, how do we get this to the world? How do we share this story that no one knows about? And it was funny because we were there pitching some bullshit, frankly, we were there <laughs> pitching a, a Twin Peaks type of wannabe offbeat dramedy that we were mm -hmm. kind of thinking about you know we were kind of kicking around you know we, it's this great place we're like we got to do something and then so so it was kind of like the universe said no you're gonna do what's what needs to be told what not what you necessarily want to do but what has to be told like you've got to do it 
because this is a story that must be told. And, and so Ron and I just both had a moment when we're like, duh, this is what we have to tell. It's all in the history. You can't, you know, you can't make this shit up. Um, what, what really happened. So, so yeah. So, you know, to answer your question, a hundred percent, um, it was freeing. It was liberating to say, uh, let's just tell the story for the story's sake and, and, and not worry about a backup plan. A hundred percent. Just bring all the, all the yeah. brushes in. Jump yeah. the, jump the cliff and the parachute will open. Okay. That's yeah. okay. That's cool. That's cool. I, I, I think that that's one of the things that we uh, always talk, uh, talk about. And we've said this on the show um, and answered some questions from folks who, uh, in fact, folks, you see everything on the screen there. Be sure to send your questions in, get us on yeah. our uh, Instagram at, uh, uh hollywood trenches and facebook from the trenches of hollywood um but we always reaffirm this with everyone is that yeah don't limit yourself when you write and i came from that same world david where it's like okay i'm gonna write this for a two hundred thousand dollar budget yeah you know you're writing maybe yeah you're writing for the budget you're not writing yeah. for the story and i was trapped in that for a really long time too and that's when i realized you know i have a better chance of selling this idea if i sell the 20 million dollar version and then they say we're making it for 200. I'm like, all right, well, at least I'm getting it made. Um, but yeah, um, okay, let's do this. A couple quick questions before we wrap yeah. it up. We're out of time, this sucks, but okay. Oh. How about this for yeah. each of you? David, you first, uh, how many hours a week would you like to write? Would I like to write? Yeah. Um, if I had the energy mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and not a child, <laughs> um, I would say, you know, look, I would, I'd love to write uh 30 hours a week um because i don't want to do 40 i don't want to be that guy i gotta have a day to <laughs> yeah. to to breathe and you know smell the roses and do my errands and and shit um so yeah if i could okay. i'd say 30 a week and so how many do you write a week uh if i'm lucky i get uh, 15 to 20 yeah frankly. that's pretty good that's pretty good that's, that's pretty good solid. So yeah. how about you? okay ron how about you how many hours a week do you actually get down and start punching keys uh, i would say probably same as david maybe uh 15 20 maybe 30 i i'm i don't do it by time i will do it by thinking a lot walk mm -hmm. i'm like david i like to walk yep. and make notes that's all part of the process i'll sit i'll come back start outlining maybe doing a a sequence so I don't really think in terms of time, I think in what I want to get done at that moment, but in, t in time, it probably might be about the same as David 30. 30 so hours. you, you just, you just answered my second question there. Are you an outline person or a free writer? You're an outline <laughs> guy. It sounds like, Oh, you know, it's kind of funny because David and I are quite different on this. Certain scripts. I outline a lot. Other scripts because of the nature of the story, I can't outline it as much. I know it's going to start coming. I know I've got to get into that character because the character <laughs> is dominating. Other times it's the plot. So if it's character, sometimes they just force me to go into it and I know it's going to work itself out. I don't like that. It's more free fall. But I know when it happens, <laughs> after this many years, you kind of know, oh, it's going to mm -hmm. happen this way. Working with David, I have to go much more plot because he, he works more that way, which is fine. It's just different when I do my own, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yes. So David? Definitely outline. Um, I, since I've, I'm sort of transitioning between feature writing and television, 
Um, I, I'm trying to work as much by the plot as possible, I, you know, as, as much by the outline as possible. And, you know, I've, I've, you know, even for this last, last thing, um, I've started using, you know, the old, um, flashcards, uh, because this story is a beast and it is, you know, our first draft had, I think, 25 scenes in the first act and i was like no we got to get that down to closer to seven to eight and and and, you know just because of the nature of it and and you know because of the scope and and so you know i don't know any other other way at least approaching television stuff that you know that does not involve a very clear matrix as you know like we we uh call it plans you know i mean as an architect you can understand mm. and ronnie and i have have you know kind of bumped heads on this a little bit where you know he just wants to get get down sometimes i'm going to share share this ron he's he's dying to go in and start writing scenes and i'm like bro i want to write scenes too but we got to agree on the outline first we can't start making the rooms and deciding on wall wallpaper until we know what the you know infrastructures like we're both on the same page about that so uh it's you know on this this one especially it's been challenging because of the nature of it again so yeah definitely outline uh great advice great advice we had a great piece of advice that was a little bit different um uh, a couple of weeks ago from a writer who said that sometimes, cause he's an outline person, sometimes mm-hmm. a free write person, but yeah. sometimes he's a dialogue person and mm-hmm. he's got all the dialogue in his head and all he's doing is just spilling dialogue out and that's it. That's all that's on the page is dialogue. And then he goes back and, and creates a scene, which again, you, know, you got to spit it out when you got it, right? Whatever works. Yeah. Guys, you got to come back and give us an update on what happens with this book. Heck yeah. And and a little more detail when you can share. But uh, we are out of time. I want to thank you both for being here. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, Will, is there, uh, where can people reach out to you? Where can they follow you? Where can they see anything? You got a social media account or anything set up for your stuff? Uh, yeah, um, we're, we're kind of in the process of, of, uh, setting up a new Instagram. Um, but yeah, um, R- Ron and I are not, not big, uh, social media guys. I mean, I'm on Facebook. Um, you know, I've, I've got a six year old, so, you know, uh, don't, <laughs> yes. don't, don't have a great deal of time. Like either I'm writing or I'm picking up the kid. That's like my life yeah. right now, or I'm going to Costco, you know, it's been there, uh, been you, there. Know, you know, you know, the jam. So, well, well, so listen, well, everyone, they can send messages to us. We can get them to you guys. Absolutely. We've got to sure. have you back. Thanks yeah. a lot, Ron. Thanks for being here. Thank David, you. thanks for being here. Thank you for having us, guys. Thank you guys right. rock, and I appreciate it. All right. We'll, have a great um, week. We'll see yeah, you. We'll talk Thank to you. you. Thanks. What a great couple of guys, man. I yeah, can't wait it. to see the dynamic of how they, um, you know, the, the, the best thing about boxing is the finesse. And with this, the writing might be the same. I think that they uh, they probably got just an awesome relationship when it's all said and done. And I I've had some great, great um, collaborations over the years uh, working on scripts. And uh, I enjoy it, actually. I really do. So yeah. um, what I loved, <laughs> David started talking and he said, and Ron almost finishes my sentences. But then David finished all of his own sentences yeah. for another <laughs> five fantastic. minutes. And Ron just, just <laughs> yeah. yeah, those guys are good. great. Um I can't wait to have him back to get an update. I can't wait to see what the project is really yeah. when so, it's in full. Folks, full look for 
look for uh, David's uh, first film. It's out. It's called Road to Juarez. Uh, he mm -hmm. mentioned it briefly. It's been out for a few years. Check it out. It's a great film. Um, but uh, we're out of time. I got to get out of here. We will talk to you, man. I got to write. I got to get going. I got a couple drawings to do. Updates next time. We'll see you. Send us messages. Send us your questions. We'll see you later. Have a great week.